Friends, a podcast where two friends share tips and experiences from our own writing journeys. So Hayley, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Lorna. How are you? <laughs> so formal. I'm very well. <laughs> the end. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> um, so this is a bit of silliness, isn't it? This is silly. All right, so why did you get into writing? I I think one of my first memories, well, not first, first memories, but one of my earlier memories is being able to tell stories. And I used to listen to audiobooks and everything, tons, and imagine the world. And I just always liked storytelling. And then I realised, well, looking back, it's like with theatre and with different aspects of my life, it's always been about stories. And then this idea for my first book just kind of came into my head. And I've always been playing around with writing, and what, but what could you write? What story would be good? And then this one just had to be told, and then I just started to get into it and learning along the journey. How did you get into writing again? Yeah, it's weird. I I always quite enjoyed writing. I would write little stories when I was younger, but nothing really more than that. Um, and then in high school, I loved like creative writing, uh, but again, nothing. Re- really thinking nothing coming from that. At one stage, I actually did think about becoming a fashion journalist. If that's if that's really a career, really, I'm not sure, but. Yeah, I remember thinking, oh, I want to be a fashion journalist. And I wrote this big um, essay about uh, the eating disorders and things in the fashion industry. And I was very opinionated for like a 16-year-old. Because um, <laughs> I'm not opinionated anymore. <laughs> no, no, and, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from that, forgot about it, did, did whatever career path I was going on to which was in a way fashion from that yeah I started working in offices and then completely going away from anything creative and moved to an island and then yeah started a blog from living creatively on an island <laughs> and I had a great fun with that because yeah I was like oh I can just write whatever I want and it's gone now the the website I had is it's completely gone and I wish I'd still had it to to look at the posts um and then yeah from that still just had this story in the back of my head after going to that island about oh I'd really like to read about a girl that goes off to an island and da 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 you know it's pro it has been done before stories can always be fresh different interpretations and things yeah it's how you tell it it's not the stories are old as time you go back to the ancients they tell the you tell the same story as is now but it's how you tell it i think that's the difference Mm. so from working in that office and then starting the book i didn't really i was only doing it at the weekends and just kind of typing on the side and whenever we'd go to the park, I'd be like, okay, I'll just, I'll do a bit of writing. And then left it for years. 
and that yeah I think it was like eight eight years or something I'd left it and I'd just got about quarter of the way through it was only last year I just picked off from um, where I'd finished and I just carried on writing and that was I, I can't believe it was only last year you were writing your book at the same time I was writing my first book so we were both writing at the same time mm. together weren't we yeah, but not really talking about writing. <laughs> I wasn't really yeah, I wasn't really talking to you about what I was writing about or anything like that. I was just having it as like a creative outlet just to get words down and just to try something new and then just really loved it. And that's why I got back into it was because I had so much more um time on my hands. I was in between jobs, had had a bit of time to write, so I ended up finishing the first draft and so we've just been chatting all kind of from last year about our projects and we're sort of at the same stage would you say with kind writing kind of yeah I would say so I think because I started writing my first book in 2014 and then I did it for a good about year and a half slog and I wrote like 110,000 words but I was a couple of chapters away from the ending and I did the, the mistake that they all say you shouldn't do is start editing before you've finished and I just got into a loop of editing the first half of the book over and over and over again and not finishing it and I think it's that mental block of going well it's not finished yet so therefore it's not a finished project it's still a continuously working project then and because it's a learning curve we we both haven't studied how to write in anything in college or universities no. so it's at your first couple of drafts are not the best because you're learning the skill so you kind of go over and over and over it, and then it came to the point where I fell pregnant you know, first child and then it's I needed a break and but I needed a break from the writing because I was in that endless loop of just editing the first bits but I couldn't see the forest for the trees so I took the break and then it wasn't until every time I saw you you kept like how's the writing going how's the writing going and I was just like right I haven't done time I've got a little baba and I can't do it here and I can't do it there making excuse 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 until they were they were very good excuses uh, they were they were um and then, it's, <laughs> and then it's just I got to a point where I just, it came back to me and it started flooding my head again and taking over and I thought right I'm gonna read what I wrote and see how bad it was and then it then I realized it wasn't as bad and then I started to edit it mm properly in my head and the story and the structure and everything and then I started to take it more seriously so I started to read or listen to both really um writing books and structuring and then I completely restructured the first book and edited it and worked on it that the book completely came back and I think you started to write again at the same time so I think we've both been in that journey together really I started editing and writing book one in I would say the spring of last year so I think it was about April or May I started picking it back up again so that's 
Yeah, so that's edited. I need to go back over that again, getting that back off my editor. And then um, working on book two and book three, whilst I also got like four, five and six playing around in my head. So it's that oh kind of... Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so... No, um, I don't have that. I don't have that. So it's that kind of... <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at uh, doing like a series of books... From the one you first started? Yeah, that became more of... Um, I think it was, a, again, something you said um, when I was editing it down and I was so big and I need to get it a little bit smaller so it's down to ni 95, I think. Um, like, can you make it split it into another book? And, and I was like, you can't split that story into another book because it needs the... It needs the beats, it needs the start, middle and the end. However, it got me thinking about what would be the next step. And I fell in love with the characters again and went, I don't think, this just feels like the beginning of the journey rather than the end of the journey. So, yeah, it's ended up becoming a bit more of a saga, a bit more of a series. Mm. Um, so I've already thought of... Um, book three so I'm writing book two at the moment and I'm already thinking about book three and how yeah it could be a series one however I've also got independent standalone books planned out in my head as well so book three that I'm writing at the moment is a standalone book and then there's about two more standalone books in my head that um I'll do down the line <laughs> so it's, Bloody hell. It's definitely a long-term <laughs> journey I want to be on. Well, it's certainly intimidating because I've just got the the first book I wrote, which um, I've, I would say I finished my first draft of it properly. Mm. And now I have like a bit, beta reader. Is that how you, is that what you call them? Beta reader? Beta, beta readers. B-E-T. Yeah, I've got one of those. <laughs> um, a, A.K.A. my sister. And um, a friend who had already read it. What what would you say you would like um, any listeners to get from this? I think the problem with writing, it's not really a problem, but the issue with writing is that it's very isolating. And it's, it feels competitive, even though the writing community aren't... Um, rude they aren't competitive in general but you feel like you're constantly comparing yourself because you're constantly reading and therefore your self-esteem and everything and what you read you think my writing isn't as good so I think yeah. people especially newbie writers who haven't studied it haven't gone to uni college or got a master's in creative writing is that we always put ourselves down so we always kind of compare ourselves to others. We don't think we're as good as others. And I think we're the first ones to say how bad we are rather than how good we are. It's just knowing that this is like a little community hub. It's a safe space. We can talk about writing and how we're basically finding our feet with it and the journey that we're on. And at the moment, um, we're both working on projects that we want to put out there. And it's whether or not we're going to be successful doing it. Because you're talking about self-publishing, I want to do traditional. And it's all whether or not we can get the readers and or agents to take notice of it. And I think 
there isn't anything out there from people like us who are learning this as we go along, who are at this starting stage and yeah, so it's that kind of community feel that we are just like them and they are just like us and that we're on this journey together and it's that kind of being supportive of each other. I think that's what I would want people to get out of this podcast. How about you? Um, yeah, I think it's been really beneficial to have you as a friend and at a similar stage as me to like you'll message me going oh how how many words did you get done today or how's it how's the writing going whereas I don't really get that from anyone else maybe my husband um who's very good and very supportive but it's it's different if we can be like that for other people just to give them maybe a little bit of a kick up the arse yeah. <laughs> in a nice way and um, in a supportive nice way because yeah just knowing that there's people in the same boat as you like I'll listen to podcasts I love listening to all sorts of podcasts writing ones in particular and they're all really well established and I feel like they're successful authors and that's great um, fair play to them um, but as you said, there's there's not really any similar to us. You know, we are, did I say amateurs? <gasps> the A word. <laughs> um, yeah, and we're, we're just finding our feet. And if anyone else is in that same boat, then come along for the ride. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's <laughs> just like um, on Twitter and just messages and tell us how you're getting on with your writing projects. And if you have any questions and drop us a line on that I want to make this a long term thing I love writing I think I was for ages I was like what is my passion in life I'm good at my job I, I like doing this I like doing that but what's my passion and I think of the past nine months since getting back into writing I realised writing is my passion and I want to make this a long term career option um, and there is so many stories I want to tell and it's how to make that happen and how we're going to find our feet and both of us make that happen. So I think it's just, yeah, creating a community for everyone to be involved in. And she's back. Sorry about that. I am in a really hot room. So I have a fan on, and I just realised I think it's on pretty loud, so hopefully... No, I can't hear the that's fan. That's not annoying. I can't hear it. That's another thing. We need to introduce where we are, really, as well. And yeah. Yeah. So I'm, um, at the moment, I'm in Australia. I'm, as you might have noticed, I'm a Scot. And, um, yeah, over in Australia for a short time. But I've been here quite a few times now. So we have talked about doing this podcast and it's just been where we're like, how would we do this? So, you know, Skype is the only way we can do it. Obviously, we're on either sides of the world. Time um, difference is a big the one. <laughs> time difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The time difference is a little bit of a bugger. Um, but we'll see how it goes. So either Haley is drinking a glass of wine or I'm drinking a glass of wine. 
Yeah. If it's night time, that is. With <laughs> yeah, we're not alcoholics. We don't, we don't do it in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. sitting here at six o'clock in the morning drinking a glass of wine. I'm not that kind of person, we will. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you're in Scotland? I am. I'm, uh, I'd like to say British, but English accent. Um, living <laughs> in Scotland. So you're in, what, 40 degrees weather at the moment? And really yeah. hot, and at the moment mm-hmm. it's about six o'clock in the morning for me, and I've got the fire on because it's freezing outside. It's about zero degrees, so <laughs> one literally end of the other. But yeah, it's beautiful up here. It's absolutely stunning in Scotland. I've lived here for about five years, but um, one side of the world to the other. One, I know. Um, it's so funny. Away. Like we're we were finally in the same country, and then. Like we kind of keep moving away from each other, um, but you've you're now in Scotland and now I'm away on the other side of the world. Don't take it personally, okay? Um, when you put it like we've that. known each other for <laughs> yeah, we've known each other for quite some time as well. So we've known um, each other for oh my goodness, this year it will be don't seventeen say, years. Oh my god, that's mental. seventeen. 17 years. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. That's crazy. I did not even think of that, those years. Yeah. Anyway. Um, hey, another thing I was wanting to say for the listener. Basically, as I said, I've been listening to loads of podcasts and reading books and researching, and we both learned a lot along the way. And I really just want to share any experiences and tips that we've learned. I think it can only help, can't it? Exactly. We'd never give bad advice. Well, we, we hope to never give bad advice. <laughs> yeah. But we might. And we apologise in advance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are learning. We are learning you know, and it we is are, not We our are fault. still learning, so don't blame us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Small print. <laughs> What shall the listener expect in the coming months? Basically, I think we're just going to talk about what projects we're currently working on, um, what stage we're at. Um, I think this is 2020 is going to be a big year for both of us writing, that we're both going to be putting projects out there, either self-publishing or traditional. So it's bringing in the listeners on that journey. We'll talk about the editing process, we'll talk about structuring, we'll talk about self-doubt, um, how our feelings are, when we, um, when I probably get the letters of rejection of agents or success, fingers crossed, um, yeah. then we'll talk about that response and how we feel about that, and um, or if we're going down the self-publishing route as well, then it's the journey that's going to take us on. So I think it's just taking us on that journey and see what 2020 has in store for us. But also, as listeners, just let us know what journey and what stage you're at and how you're feeling and um, what projects you're working on, how long has this journey been for you and what 2020 has in store for you guys. Would you like to add anything to that? I... 
I don't think so. Just basically structure, ways on writing, but also, yeah, the emotional... But yeah, not just about writing, but everything else that comes from it. So, as you were saying about self-doubt and fear, and you're basically putting yourself out there. You're, like, exposed... Yeah, big style. And it's hard. Even doing this podcast, I'm like, oh my God, like, we're going to be accountable now. We need to get a move on and put our books out there. But also, yeah, all these other things that come along with it, um, which we'll be delving into and just having a having yeah. a frank chat about it all. I think that's the thing, but it's also, we have to think about it as it's pressure, but it's positive motivation. I think once you have Mm. that, I don't know about you, but if I have just an endless, I don't have a deadline to work towards, then it's, I can procrastinate as much as anyone, possibly even more. Um, instead of writing, I'll pick up the knitting needles. It's just like, I just need to chill for two minutes because I've got a toddler. Um... And it's that, but if I've got a deadline, if I've got that pressure, if I'm putting it out there, then it will give me the motivation. It's like, keep going, keep plodding through. And it's that kind of, you know, feel you're doing it alone either, that you've got that support of everyone around you. So because it is a big thing, putting yourself out there and um, exposing yourself <laughs> for everyone to see you yeah. kind of because that's and the thing, people I mean, can be very critical oh hell yeah you tell anyone that's the biggest um thing i found as well is that people don't tell other people that they're writing at work i've got one colleague who's amazing um she knows that i'm a writer but i don't tell anyone else at work that i've written these books and they kind of find out because me and the other colleagues who's helping me edit it at the moment as well um, that I'm writing and they look at me and go you write and then they almost want to ask to read what I've written but they don't at the same time it's just like just in case it's crap I won't ask <laughs> because then it's how do I keep a straight face yeah you just don't talk about writing I mean I've got my um my partner's family and stuff I don't talk they kind of know I dabble with writing but we don't talk about it and it's that I don't know this that um perception across from writing I don't know why it's so there's know, a snobbery you would you say as well um, with um, writing I'm almost because the thing is everyone what people read is published work and so if you're mm. published, then you've gone through the whole processes of agents and editors and publishing companies and everything. And sometimes and not everyone likes what you've written. I mean, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of certain types of books or certain types of writers. And that's not because they're a bad writer. They're amazing writers, but it's not my cup of tea. So it's everyone has their own perception of what a writer should be as well. It's like art, isn't it? You look at a painting and go, mm. that, I appreciate that's a good painting, but it's not my cup of tea. And I think the writing's the same, is that not all writing falls into the category of what that person would like. And so I think if you paint a picture, you're always afraid to put it out there because just in case someone says you can't paint. And I think it's the same with writing. Yeah. You put it out there and you're just afraid that people say, but you can't write. And then 
the little self-confidence that you've got is suddenly gone and shattered. Sometimes that says more about this, the person who says it than you know, the person oh, that actually says, you can't write. That just says more about them. They probably are just maybe jealous, who knows. And Completely. It's just such a big thing to, to write a book, spending all that time just coming up with something in your head and just going with it. Um, takes dedication and just, yeah, exposing yourself. It is hard work to write a book. It is so hard. And then to even finish the book and then edit the book, it is hard work. You spent months um, or years of your life writing this piece of paper, but then you're afraid to put it out there and self-doubt and and everything and the fear just makes you not talk about it. There is, there's hardly any careers in life that you would spend that much time and effort and love and passion and put things aside so that you can write to then not talk about it and not put it forward. It's mm. so bizarre, kind of. It's like we're ashamed. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ashamed. I'm a writer. I'm ashamed I wrote a book. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> so. Down the line, we're going to be likely doing a Facebook page and website. But right now, it's just going to be a little bit of Twitter. Where can people find you, Hayley? So the best place to talk and reach out is Twitter, at HDCoder. That's my own personal page. And the other one is for aspiring authors, at Aspiring Author Pod. So... If you want to um, follow, we'll follow back, have a chat. The best way to find me is I'm Lorna Gillis Clothing, I believe, or just Lorna Gillis on Instagram. And also basically the same on Twitter and Facebook. That's for my own business. But uh, yeah, we have the aspiring authors twitter account too that would be best if you reach us on there so if it's not myself it's Hayley that chat to you really at the moment Hayley we're just wanting to chat (laughs) we're just want to chat about writing and just chat to each other and it's a good excuse and if there's people listening then that's a bonus yeah that's fantastic hello welcome hello join us (laughs) (laughs) um okay On that note, shall we say bye till next time? Okay, bye. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you soon. We'll need to get a better sign-off than that. All right, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Aspiring Authors. Find us on Twitter at Aspiring Authors Pod. Credit goes to Josh Woodward for our theme music, Once Tomorrow.